Jesus is taking care of me. Oh, Jesus is looking after me. Jesus is watching over me. I'm shining because Jesus is taking care of me. Yesterday, you may just charge over me. Jesus is taking care of me. You need to pray for the air that I breathe. That I breathe. You are taking care of me. Taking care of me. Jesus is looking after me. Jesus is washing over me. I'm shining because Jesus is taking care of me. Jesus is looking care of me. Yo, yo, yo. Jesus is looking after me. Jesus is watching over me. I'm shining because Jesus is taking care of me. Working for my good of. Jesus is taking care of me. Jesus is taking care of me. Hi everyone. Welcome to another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakundenjingum. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I am your host. You're welcome. Good evening. It's Sunday and it's Thanksgiving service. It's not just any kind. It's a special one because it is the 1st of January 2023. And it's Sunday. We are here to give God all the glory, thanks, praise and adoration. Happy New Year. Before I proceed, hope you all crossed over with your family in peace. We thank Abba Father for his care and protection over us throughout last year. And it's a privilege to be in his presence today, to worship him, to praise him in this new year. It's not a coincidence that the 1st of January is on a Sunday. When we give God thanks. So before we proceed, before I dive into today's message, let's welcome Abba Father. Let's welcome Yahweh. Father, you are the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the mighty man in battle. Father, I give you all glory, honor, thanks, praise, and adoration. We thank you for this wonderful year of today. Holy Spirit, take over me. Take over this service. We thank you for this wonderful year. We thank you for today. Lord, it's not a coincidence that the 1st of January is a Sunday 
where we have to give you thanks and praise. Father, let me disappear so you can appear. Less of me, more of you. Speak through me. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Once more, happy new year. Happy 2023. You are welcome to a year of harvest. Hope you are all doing well. 2023 is our year of harvest. Five things are involved that we this sorry, five things that we are supposed to do that are expected of us this 2023. The first one we have to worship God, worship God more. The second one we need patience as we worship Him. The third one we need to praise Him. The fourth one, harvest. Somebody will be like, what do you mean harvest? And the fifth one, harvest some more. <laughs> harvest, harvest, double harvest. Food and feed are harvest. You'll be like, what are you talking about? It's new here. Isn't it amazing? We started this year with some people. With so many people. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. With so many people, and some are not there this, this moment as we speak. Some, some did not cross over. Some did. And they didn't get to see this moment that we are here sharing. Some took their last breath as they crossed over yesterday. But here we are. After how many hours into new year, strong, fit, and healthy. God deserves our praise. He deserves more of our worship than complaint and patience. I preached a couple of days ago and I said God says we should worship him more and have patience when we worship because he has set dates and time for everything. Now, this year, 2023, we have to worship him more. We need patience. We need to praise him. Instead of being miserable, wallowing in self-pity, praise him. Instead of complaining, worship him. And this year, I have good news for you. It's our year of harvest. The first harvest sim symbolizes our year of harvest. Everything we have been sowing, all the complaint we have been complaining to Father, all our patience, all our good works will have a seed this year in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. This year, I'm not shouting too much because I have a bit of headache. I was awake the whole of last night, so I've not gotten good sleep. So that's why I'm kind of like careful. <laughs> Let me see. I didn't sleep breaking yesterday. I didn't sleep well. Then yesterday itself, I woke up yesterday probably at about 11 or so thereabout. I was a whole day in the kitchen preparing. Since I knew I'll be awake, I was spent more hour, a week next uh, last night since it was crossover. 
So I prepare most of the food. So when we get up today, there will be little or no, nothing to like nothing much to do in the kitchen. So I spent the better part of yesterday in the kitchen. I probably at about six or so p.m. from midday to about six p.m. Then I was done, and I slept. I didn't after six p.m. I did my daughter's hair. I had to take shower, prepare myself for the service with my spiritual mother, Queen Belema Billy of Queen Belema uh, Ministry School of Power. She had an online. She has an online ministry, and yesterday the we had a revival, a Holy Ghost encounter in Columbus, Ohio, where she's based. So she comes on online to to do her broadcast. So I was watching via YouTube and Facebook. I switched at one time to YouTube when my phone ran out of um, when I ran out of battery. So I was awake. Sorry, I was awake and um, we crossed over our midnight here. Then I slept shortly, probably for an hour or two. I woke up from four a.m. to five. Right up to seven this morning. Yes, I think after seven, even that's when I tried to sleep. And then my junior brother called me. I woke up and then I went back to sleep till about midday. That's when I woke up and started texting, sending Happy New Year to friends and family. Then I prepared something for us to eat. And then this and that. And at least as a mother and a wife, <laughs> you know. I have some duties to meet on, so that's why I'm I'm so tired. I have a bit of slight headache because I haven't slept well. But I am fine, right? So we are going to make some noise. The headache won't do anything. The devil is a liar. I am fine. The headache is going to disappear right now because I'm preaching. I am working in my father's vineyard. And my father is going to restore me right away in the mighty name of Jesus. I am free from headache. I am free from sleep. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. I know, yes, nature. We can't cheat nature. But hey, I have to do my father's work. Right? So the headache is not like, it's just because of lack of sleep. So even if I scream here now, I'll be fine. Right? Good. So, how is your 2023 going? Hope you're fine. I need music at the background. Jesus is taking care of me. Yes, let's enjoy it again. Come on. Ah, how can I be quiet? New year now. I said, happy day. I will not shout. I beg. That's the trick of the enemy. <laughs> let's put it on the devil. Let's blame the devil for that. Not so. <laughs> He's taking care of me. Woo. Every day, new testimonies everywhere. Receive daily, daily. I know Jesus is taking care of me. I'm a benefit girl, oh, like your only child in the world. I know Jesus is taking care of me. We're here to testify. Yes, so 
If not, we will not have been here. He's been taking care of us. And he'll continue to do it. Yes. Hey. Jesus is watching over me. I'm shining because Jesus is taking care of me. Changes chance over me. He is taking care of me. Another breed is taking care of me. Chai, Chai, to me, the music yellow. He's taking care of me. Jesus is taking care of me. Jesus is looking after me. Jesus is watching over me. I'm shining because Jesus is taking care of me. Jesus is taking care of me. Jesus is looking after me. Jesus is watching over me. I'm shining because Jesus is taking care of me. 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 Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our God is good all the time. All the time our Lord is good. Jesus is taking care of me. He is taking care of you. He is indeed a faithful, faithful father. He neither sleeps nor slumber. He neither sleeps nor slumber. And he will say he will never forsake us. He says he will never forsake us. All we need to do is remain in his presence. Worship him. Praise him. Wait patiently on him and him alone. At his right time and at the right time, he will do the needful. For his time is the best. Remember, he is a timely God. Harvest. I said we have to worship God more. We have to have patience. We have to praise him. And we are going to harvest this year. Listen, all the tears you have been crying, God has seen them. All your cry, he has heard you. Your prayers, he listened. He has heard and he's answering you. And this time, you are going to reap. Yes, what you sow. All your goodness, your patience, your tolerance, tolerating things, all in the name of praising and worshiping God. They are treat, maltreating you. They are pushing you. You are just tolerating because you are a child of God. You say, Father, I can also do this. But because you say I should do this, I will tolerate. And I do it just because I am your child. I have to prove to them that I'm not like them. I am different. So I will tolerate them. They will insult me. I will tolerate their discrimination at this place. Well, just because you say I should have patience. I should stay here. If not, I would have given my resignation. Let's look for something. But because I want to work with you, I will wait this year. 
this 2023 you are going to harvest because your father's your father has heard your cry and your prayers in the mighty name of Jesus amen the second harvest and the most important one is that we have to go into the field and harvest we have to bring people to Christ the lost sheep to him Remember, we are all here on a mission and we are all Christ's ambassadors. I'm Kathy Ekakundenjingo. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I am your host. If you're just tuning in, you're welcome. I need to put that there. <laughs> I need to put that right there so you know you are listening to an ambassador of Christ Jesus. I think I didn't introduce myself properly at the beginning. You know, we have a way we always do it now. Welcome. To another edition of Jesus is the Answer with Kathy Ekakunenjingo. I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus and I am your host. You're welcome. <laughs> right? I started out today different because it's new year. But hey, I am an ambassador of Christ Jesus. So you are. Yes, you are also an ambassador of Christ Jesus. So we have to do the job and do it rightly. We have to go into the field and we harvest. This harvest, let me show you, for you to know that it's in the Bible. I'm not just talking. Came to the book of um, John. If you have your Bible with you, go to John 4. We'll start to read um, from verse 35. You know, you know the saying, four months between planting and harvest, but I say, wake up and look around. The fields are already ripe for harvest. The harvester are paid good wages, and their fruits, and the fruits they harvest is people brought to the, brought to eternal life. What joy awaits both the planter and the harvester alike? You know the saying: one plants and another harvests, and it's true. I send you to harvest where you did not plant. Other had already done the, the work, and now you will go get. And now you will get together the harvest. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now you will go get the harvest. The harvesters are paid good wages, and the fruit they harvest is people brought to eternal life. People that they bring to eternal life. That is the harvest. What is this telling you? You have been listening to me preach for close to two years. On the 15th of May of this year, we'll make it two years, that's two years that I'm preaching on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other social media platforms, depending on where you are listening to me from. Two years. You've been listening for almost two years. Every week, at least once a week. There are weeks I come twice, thrice. There are weeks I preach just two times, just twice, Sundays and Wednesdays. There are weeks I come out as I have the message. There are weeks I don't even come out at all. But you have been listening to this. You have to grow. I would say something is wrong if you are on the same level. Like you only listen. You might be listening to the teaching. Yes. Like I always say, not everybody will have a platform where they preach. 
But we are all ambassadors of Christ Jesus. At your place of work, lead somebody to Christ. Tell them about Jesus. At your home, in your family, look at your siblings, your cousins. Bring them to Christ. Your friends. That is the harvest we have to do. You are not the first telling them about Jesus. They must have heard of him. Probably while they were growing up, they went to church, and now they are no longer going to church because they feel like, ah, I'm now an adult. I can do things on my own. I have the right to the life I want to live. That's why Jesus says here, I send you to harvest where you did not plan. Others had already done the work, and now you will get to and now you will get together the harvest. Others have already done the work. Others have already told them before now about Jesus. You are now, it's like you are just going to water the plant. Somebody dug the soil and planted it and water. You're just watering it. You know, you just have to keep pouring water on it for it to blossom. And then you prune them. You take away the weed among them. You know, you know what I'm saying? That's what you are doing. If you meet somebody who knows nothing about Jesus, fine. But I want you to know, you might be wondering, how am I going to do this? I'm not even called. I'm not a woman of God. I'm not a man of God. Yes, you might not be a woman of God with a title as pastor, apostle, a, 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 a bishop, whatever, evangelist, whatever title they give themselves or they call them. You might not have any of those titles. But then... You can talk to somebody about Jesus. It's not a title that matters. Do you know there are a whole lot of fake prophets out there? People call themselves prophets, but they are not of God. Do you know there are a whole lot of fake pastors? They have the title, but they are not of God. And you will have no title. You can do a great job. And you are a child of God. Let those titles not frighten you. I remember when God called me, I was like, okay, God has called me now. What am I going to call myself? I was loving. I was at work and I was like, okay. Now I've accepted the call. But how am I going to put myself out there? While before I had that call on the 29th of March of 2021, because God called me on the 23rd. Excuse me. It was after the call. 23rd of, of March. Uh, sorry, of April. Yes, it was before the call. God came on the 23rd of April. While I had the, the call, and I'm kind of mixing things up, 23rd of March. On the 29th, I like to give dates, you know, to give them with details so that you really know, like, I know what I'm talking about. When I'm getting mixed up, we're in 2023. <laughs> so, whatever, okay. Before God called me, the first time God spoke through my mouth was on the 29th of March of 2021. And God said, I should tell his children to, to pray. I, have it. I want to read it word for word. Let me go into my this thing. Just a minute. Oh, it's on the other phone. I wanted to read it how it's written. I shared on Facebook, so I have to go to my... Come on. I want to read it word for word. Tell my children 
Let me check it. I shared it off recent. Yes, yeah, it is. On the 29th of March of 2021, God told me to love, not for my sake, but for his sake, and that I should tell his children to love him, and he will protect them for the enemy, the devil, wants to kill them from the enemy. They should love him. He will protect them from the enemy, the devil. Amen? Amen. So, while I made that video, I was crying, I was shaking, I was afraid. Because that was the first time God spoke through my mouth. And I sent it to my apostle. I said, this is what happened. Oh, God just spoke through my mouth telling me I should love, love, not for my sake, but for his sake. And, this and, that. and then she saw the video and she was laughing. She said, okay, when God started speaking through her, people were laughing. People were like, ah, she's faking it. It's not God. It's demon. And this. And can demon tell somebody to love? Like, seriously, can demon tell you to love, to forgive people? No, he can't. So obviously it's God. You should know, right? And so she said, oh, I just heard something. Kathy, is she watching? She called my name. She was asking if I was still on the live video, on the video watching. She said, I just heard she's going to be a prophetess. She'll prophesy like fire. Tell her. And then people were commenting. She said, tell her. So they, they, they sent me a message. As I sent it, I slept. It was late here. It was midnight. They sent me a message. I think somebody even called me. That's what woke me up from sleep. And I checked. But she had already passed. I had to screw and go and listen. But she was still online. And she was still live. And I listened to it. So when God called me, I was like, what do I call myself? Should I go out and put myself and start saying, Prophet Descati? I said, but I've never prophesied to anybody now. So the fact that I haven't prophesied to anybody yet doesn't mean I don't have the prophetic anointing. Is somebody hear that? The fact that I've not prophesied yet doesn't mean I don't have the prophetic anointing. Listen, it's new here. I hope you people have a glass of something. I have a glass of cola. Unfortunately, we can't see where we can do our toes. So my throat is dry. Let me sip a bit. It's new year. We are celebrating. <laughs> so let me drink a bit, I beg. Mm-hmm. This one is a special service. I have a glass of cola with me because it's New Year, it's celebration. So as I was saying, the fact that I've not yet prophesied to anybody doesn't mean I don't have the prophetic anointing. It will come with time. At the right time, God will release it. But I know for sure that there are some things that comes to me. And like, for example, I might sit and God will drop something in my mind. Before I say, before you know it, it comes to pass. Or what I say, or I dream, it happens. I know a, a prophet or a prophet is somebody who will sit and start to tell you all this. But God will pray to people in different ways. And let me tell you, most of those ones who are really that accurate, they will tell you this. Is, most of those ones are fake. God doesn't give off things detailedly like that. It's not like he cannot do it, but God doesn't want us to know him, like to know him too well. Then you'll be like, there's no need. Because if they come, those prophets will come and they give you a life. Oh, I see you getting married next year. I see you do it. Like they try to give you step how things are going to happen. You'll be like, one point, I really don't need God. God already know how my life is. God just told me, he said, when he called me, what he told me was, I didn't mean like he, he's saying now, right? What God told me was, I'll be his mouthpiece. 
go to Africa and deliver the women in Africa. He has not given me a date. He said radio, then come television. He didn't tell me when I would start speaking. I started broadcasting on a radio station. But what I know is I'm going to own my own radio station very soon. Somebody say amen. I started broadcasting on a radio station. I started. I've not yet gotten a television station. But I know God just gave me a tip of the iceberg. Like to guide me. This is where, you know, everybody is doing Facebook. Most people are doing Facebook and this. I'm not led to go there. This is what I'm led to do. And trying to keep to what God told me. Radio is mostly audio. You don't see people. You are behind the camera. Probably my son, an email. Like on that radio station, we had a number of an email that can send you an email. And probably you can have a number. With radio, is different. You can have a number where people can call in. And eventually, with time, we'll have to figure a way out. Because I would like to know you, my followers. God will do it. We'll figure out a way. Probably I'll have a, a number where I can put out there. You can reach me through there. Probably you can call me or you send a message. I've asked a couple of times. I've given my email here. You know, but I think God, God has a way. He has a way. He has planned his things. You know, we can't go before him. We don't need to rush. And so, like I was saying, him giving me that title, saying that I'm going to be a prophetess, and I'm not prophesying now, doesn't mean I don't have the anointing. But at a set time, and did it will be released. I've accepted it and I've believed. But I didn't see myself back then to come out and say, okay, 2015, um, sorry, 2021, May 15, when I started preaching here on Anchor, for me to come and introduce myself, hey, hey everybody, I'm Prophetess Kati. Ah, ah. My friends would be like, ah, since when? Not just my friends, even my family member will be like, prophetess, since when? Even people will fear now. Even you, even you just, when me, won't you be afraid? You'll be like, ah, when did she become a prophetess? But if now I've been preaching, right, it's already in me. God just needs to activate it. If now it happens, somebody sees me, or I start talking to somebody, and I'm like, I tell them, oh, this is what I'm hearing. This is what I'll be like, oh, anyway. They'll believe because they've seen this woman consistently preaching. Let me tell you, I preach almost every day. If I don't preach on Anchor, I do evangelism on my Facebook, my, my WhatsApp status. Almost every day. I preach for about three to four minutes. I try to compress it so that people, it can be interesting and go straight to the point for people to watch. Because people don't have patience to watch. You know those videos, you have to put them 30, 30 seconds. So if you have to preach for like six, seven minutes, you need about 14 to 15 of those videos. And people don't have patience to watch it. And at times, because of lack of patience, people miss it. They don't get to listen to probably middle or the end of it, of the videos, you know. So I do my best to compress it. Like, let me have just like probably eight, maximum 10. And then you see me, I'll do and do again just to make sure I accommodate the message in the way that it will be enjoyable and people will get the message so I preach there. You don't hear me here daily. I'm doing something. I don't just sit. I don't just fold my arms. What times if I'm talking with somebody, I will start preaching to them. And my girlfriend called me here some weeks back and she was telling me, oh, I'm going to do this because we need to talk. Before you knew we spent, she called out, out of the country. We spent probably an hour or over an hour and I was preaching and I was telling her my encounters, how I was led to Christ 
and my encounters with Christ, the things, my personal, you know, I was explaining that she was like, wow, I've learned so much today. I've learned so much. Thank you. Yes. She wrote me. She said she needed prayer. At times, it's not even prayer like you, that somebody needs for you to call them and you start praying with them. Oh, this or that. You cast out demons. No, at times, just talking to somebody, showing them, opening their eyes, let them see that all they need really is not that prayer as a thing. All they need is Jesus. Is somebody here that all you need is Jesus? All you need is just say, Father, take over me. I surrender. Use me for your glory. Oh, Father, I want to know you more. And he himself will come to you and he'll start teaching you things. Did we even pray? I can't remember if I prayed. She said she needed prayer. But I doubt if I even prayed with her. But I know I spoke with her for that long. We spoke at length. My encounters, my experience, I was just sharing them with her and telling her the little I know. And she was, she was amazed. I said, this is it's all about God. Like there is nothing out there in the world. I said, so we have to live right. We have to work on ourselves first. We might think this person, somebody has a problem. Probably we have the problem. We should look at ourselves, ask the Holy Spirit to help us examine us. To show us the things we are not doing that are not right. The things that we are supposed to do that we are not doing. Let him convict us of our own sins first before we started seeing, looking at other people. Oh, this one is not doing well. They are not treating me well. It cannot just be. There should be something. Probably they are doing something wrong. How about that? This is for somebody who is listening to me. I don't know how this message is going today. But whatever way is going, we just have to accept it like that. I'm talking. I think I'm joking, but I'm passing across a message. So it's not just about title. You might have no title, but you are filled with the Holy Spirit. You read the Bible and God reveals things to you. Even I was reading this place today, the harvester are paid good wages. I was like, wow, yes. We who are preaching, you who is a preacher, you'll be rewarded. God will reward you. Not just any kind, but he said a good one at that. We have to bring people to Christ. That is the second harvest. We have to go out there and tell people about Jesus. We have to worship him in spirit and in truth this year. Like never before. Spend time in God's presence. You don't need a special place. Yeah, you might make those appointments. Like, okay, every Wednesday, 5 o'clock, 5 to 7 p.m., I have to go into my closet and I pray. On Monday, Wednesdays, and Friday, from 5 to 7 that's my time with God. But while you are at home cooking on Tuesday, doing laundry, begin to pray. Before that 5 p.m., while you're even driving at work, begin to pray to him. Or just thank him. Begin to praise him. While you're driving in your car, just be praising him. Because he's always walking. God is always walking. I send you to harvest where you did not plant. Others had already done the work. And now you will get the, you will get to gather the harvest. There's something already inside of them. You just need to go and activate it. Jesus told his servant, his disciples, that they should pray to God. 
that the harvest is plenty, the laborers are few. And it's true. We have to pray to God to send more laborers. I want to turn to my Bible. If you have your Bible, turn to Matthew. Matthew 19. I'll read um, verse 27 to 29. Matthew 19. 2729 I read uh, I didn't like us I read it from my because my phone I have my bible audio there that I've marked also with the the one you can read so I'm looking like what's going on I'm at the right place because in the bible my fiscal Bible, I did not um, underline it. So I'm like, am I in the right place? Yes, you are. Matthew 27, 29. Then Peter said to him, we have given up everything to follow you. What will we gain? Jesus replied, I assure you that when the world is made new, and the Son of Man sits upon his glorious throne. You who have been my followers will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or property for my sake will receive a hundred times as much in return and will inherit eternal life. Amen. Amen. Don't be afraid to work for God. Don't be scared. Don't be like, I'm not worthy to work for him. Or who am I? Don't say that. And don't even say, um, will people even believe me? Besides, what will be my gain? What if I leave my business now and I start to pursue the things of God and preaching? How am I going to pay my bills? Did you just see this? If you didn't hear, let me repeat it again. Verse 29. Matthew 19, 29. And everyone who has given up houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or property for my sake will receive a hundred times as much in return, and we inherit eternal life. There are some of you, friends have run away from you. Some of you decided to run away from them. In my case, I decided to stay away from friends for my good. It's not that better. Mm -mm. I say, no, I want to pursue God and pursue wholeheartedly. Like yesterday was Thanksgiving, um, pass crossover. Where were people? Somewhere in the club. And that's where they went to shout. So imagine me trying to focus, to pray, to join my, my, my apostle online, do our revival online, Holy Ghost encounter. My friends are calling me. Hey, it's midnight. To Come, let's go to Claudia. You're wasting time. We're standing in front of your door. I said, hey, wait till it's 12 midnight. Let me pray first with my family before I leave. You're like, I bet come, we're there. Well, 12 midnight has to meet us in the club. We have to shout Happy New Year in the club. Come, let's go. And you see that you'll be confused. Like, what do I do? Should I wait and share with my family first? Or let me preach online and, and pray first? Or let me go and shout Happy New Year in the club? Some want to be in the club. 
and shout happy new year. That's where they start their new year. God has kept you all these years. You didn't deem it necessary to go to his house and pray. And praise him, no, it's in the club. So when you are telling them about things like that, like, no, it's better we stay here and pray and worship them. You are too claiming this, you're born again. I don't want again. I'm no longer your friend. Let that friendship just be. Either you are with me or you, if you want to be with that, you're Jesus or you'll be with him. Yes, there are some friends who even give you condition. They'll tell you, hey, if you want to be with me, you'll be, I beg, I'll not be making this your church, church thing. And you'll be like, okay, oh. My friends, they don't want me now, Jesus. Me, I've decided to choose you. Jesus is saying, you, who you have lost friends. You have lost family members. Mother, some of you, your parents have rejected you. They have disowned you because you are preaching Jesus. They are saving a different God. Jesus is saying, you, who have lost friends, brothers, sisters, all of these things he will give you in hundred for year on earth, and you also have eternal life. Isn't that a great reward? Praise the Lord. You who friends have run away from, you who have decided to abstain, you say, no, I will give up this thing because I want to serve God. Like me, I've given up friendship. Even yesterday, my husband is not born again. No. He's not born again. Like he has not denied the things of the world. Yesterday, after we finished praying, we crossed over. Okay, I'm going for a party. Everybody is going there. I say, everybody is not me. Mr. Ma, if you are going, you're on your own. Listen, salvation is personal. But I know God will bring him because I am praying for that. And he will come very soon because God had told me once that don't worry about him. Very soon he will join you. So if where some other person will be like, oh, my husband, which husband? Heaven, there is no husband. Heaven or hell. In those places, you don't have couple there. You are an individual. If you go to hell, you'll be born in there alone on your own. Satan will say, hey, welcome. You were doing all of this. Your father's pursuit. Come here. Me and you here. I mean, the Satan and the person will know me. God forbid. The Satan will say, him and the person here, they die here. They'll be there in that hell. Your husband who did that, probably your husband has repented. Your husband is in heaven. In heaven, he doesn't know you. He doesn't know the children. He doesn't know his family. He's there as a child of God. Father is our father there. We are all the brothers and sisters. There is no, no, nothing like this is my husband. So if you are that foolish, you are saying, hey, let me follow. There are some women who are like, oh, my husband, my husband. And they leave God. My dear, you suffer when time comes. Probably because they are husband. It's not yet time. Old. The Holy Spirit is not yet. If the Holy Spirit arrests him, the way he would deny you and all your things, you'll be shocked. Stand your ground. This 2023. No room for foolishness. And my husband says, my wife says, I pray too much. I'm doing this. Madam, better triple that prayer. You need it. What if they are using him to fight you, to discourage you? Of course, the devil will use him. You know what I mean? The other one was like, mm, it's my fault. I allow you to do We are colleagues. I said, eh, 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 eh. there's no colleague in heaven. When I started following up, my woman of God was like, hey, what is it? And he seen her like, I'm into it. Like, this woman has given her, her life. She's not, turn, not turning back. Me and you, no party, no clubbing again, nothing. So even before he says it, he's twisting his word. Because, you know, let me just say it to fulfill all righteousness. Let it just be that I, I also just, you know, told my wife. And me, not me. I said, not me. You know, I can go for a wedding. Somebody is doing birthday celebration, but not 31st night. Go to where? Even if we cross over all the kids, I'm going to where to do what there? 
To go and do what there? To go and do what? Instead of me being on my knees, thanking God for all the protection and everything he did, we should go to where? So there are some people in their homes, not everybody is safe. So you are facing with those challenges. God is watching. He knows this is our year and he's going to reward us. Amen? Because it's not easy when one person is still in the world and the other one is struggling to pursue God. It's not easy. But God is our strength. As for my case, nobody can talk me out of it. The enemy said one time, oh, they're trying to use my husband to discourage me. This one, she's too stubborn. I'm stubborn for Jesus. I'm stubborn like that. My husband cannot even say a word. I put it here on TV. When I want to watch my pastor, I put it on TV, we'll watch my children. Nothing did happen. He cannot put it here. He cannot tell me, I don't want to hear you watch. Look, my brother, fight for your salvation. I'm fighting for my own. He can't tell me, hey, I don't want to see you follow that woman or pray in this house or do this. No. When things are not working, he will, it's me, he will call, come and pray. So imagine you now say, oh, my husband has said this. When things are bad, who is going to pray for you people? You don't know that the enemy is using that one in your house to try to discourage you. So you have to pray for them and stand your ground. No, it's Jesus, it's Jesus. There's no midway. So we have to stand our ground this year. No room for foolishness. Don't say, my husband says I should not go to church. Or my husband says I should not listen to you when you are preaching. Say, Mr. Man, on that day when I will die, it's me who will be good. I know, I know of a case where a woman has stood her, her ground and has separated with the husband. I'm not advising you for separation. But it got to a point where she's like, no, I cannot be fornicating with you. If you're not marrying me, we are, we'll have children. But this is no marriage. When I was in the world, I thought it was okay. But now, I know that it's fornication. So let me go and get my own apartment. When you are ready, come and marry me. We have kids. We don't have any problem, but we'll separate. Because if we are doing this, I am sinning. And God will not be happy. I can't stay away from all other sin and fornication. You are still doing the same. You who is doing one sin is still the same like person who is doing 99. Yes, there are people who are radical like that for Jesus, who have taken their stand, who know that no. This thing is life and death. I'm playing with my salvation. So you always think with your husband, tell you, say, Mr. Man, if you are serious, married me. It doesn't cost you anything. You don't need to make an elaborate wedding. You don't need to make an elaborate wedding. All you need is a witness. Let the family, they see you do your traditional thing. Small, the two family, they come together. They see, that is it. You go to church. Before your, your pastor, your husband, you come with your weaknesses, come with his own weakness. You people do it quietly. Take your ring and you start, you, you live freely. What holds people down is all this. I want to do a wedding. I want to wear a wedding gown. Look for any white gown. And who even say it must be white? Who say it must be white? Dress clean and go there. Father, we sign. Or you do a civil marriage. As long as there's a weakness, there's an agreement. People have come together. That is it. If you don't have money this year, next year or whenever God blesses you, you can do your wedding anniversary and you invite people, make it elaborate the way you want, or you renew vows and make it elaborate the way you want. Stay away from sin. In every aspect that we are following God, we have to be holy. We have to stand our ground. 
Hey, my husband is not yet safe, or my wife is not yet safe, and so I just have to have the peace to reign. I went with, to my, with my husband to the club. I was not feeling it. What are you going to do in the club? If why can't you drag him to your side? Why must you be the one to follow him? Why can't he? As he loves you, some. Why can't he follow you to church and do the crossover or listen to the woman of God? Must you be the one to follow him to those parties? I'm not going. And even if I go there, get to certain hour, oh, the ones who start playing that they are, those their music, I find my way, I escape, and I can't. You want to say, Father, if I have my way, you know I will live here. Once I do what I'm doing, see the person, they do their species, entertainment. Once they say it's music, I pick my back, oh yeah, I am gone. Bye-bye. I wish you well. God bless you. That is it. We don't have to mix things up. There's no midway. It's either all the way or no way. Did you hear that there is no midway, either all the way or no way? Ah, I, write, I need to write this down. Oh. Father, Jesus has given me something. Oh. There is no midway. There is no midway. Either all the way or no way. I have to pose this up. Yes. We have to save God like that. So I will leave you to enjoy this day. I will come back tomorrow definitely with another message. But know that this year is a year where we have to worship God wholeheartedly and worship him more. It's a year where we need patience. We have to be patient with God. We have to be patient with ourselves. We have to praise him. When trouble kicks in, praise him. When you feel like you will break down, you will cry. Turn it into worship. And have it in mind that God is going to reward you. He's going to bless you. You give up all those things. And you have been crying to him. You have been praying to him. This year is your year of harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. And as we are harvesting, Will also bring people to Christ so people will see the evidence that indeed He's a faithful Father, He is blessing us. Let me show you before I go, let me show you Mark, um, Luke 10. Let me show you what is written in the book of Luke 10. You see that your Father will reward you, and people will see and they will know. They'll be like, Oh my God, I want to serve the God you are serving, I want to know your God. This thing will soon get. Oh Lord, I don't have much time. Mm -hmm. Luke 10, 1 to 11. The Lord now chooses, the Lord now chooses 72 other disciples and send them ahead in pairs to all the towns and places he planted to visit. He planned to visit. These were his instruction to them. The harvest is great. But the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who is in charge of harvest. Ask him to send more workers into the fields. Now go and remember that I am sending you out as lamb among wolves. Don't take any money with you, nor a traveler's bag, nor an extra pair of sandals. And don't stop to greet anyone on the road. Whenever you enter someone's home, First, excuse me, 
Whenever you enter someone's home, first say, may God's peace be on this house. If those who live there are peaceful, the blessing will stay. If they are not, the blessings will return to you. Don't move around from home to home. Stay in one place, eat and drink what they provide. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality because those who work deserve their pay. Did you hear that? Don't hesitate to accept hospitality because those who work deserve their pay. Those who work, you who is bringing people to Christ, you who is going around preaching, doing evangelism, bringing people to Christ, telling people about Jesus, about salvation. Those who work deserve their pay. You who is working. That's what he was telling his 72. He said, don't move around from home to home. Stay in one place. Eat the drink, what they provide. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality. Because those who work deserve their pay. You who is preaching, like me and I'm preaching, if you sow in my life, I should not hesitate to take it. What's that's what the Bible is saying. If you're like, woman of God, oh, I'm led to sow in your life. I'm led to bless you. You have been a blessing. Probably this message you preach, I was led to sow into your ministry. Jesus, I should not hesitate to take it. I should take it because those who work, this is work. I'm doing work. I am working for him. I deserve to be, I deserve payment. Matthew 9, I wrote all the scriptures. I hope I will finish it before the time. Matthew 9, 35, it says, 35 to 38, let me read just 37 and 38. If you love your father or mother more, is it, no, this is 10, excuse me, that's Matthew 10. And I'm so used to my phone that eh, I've marked the things on my phone and uh, Matthew 9. I'm running out of time. Jesus traveled through all Matthew 9 35 38. Jesus traveled through all the towns and villages of that area, teaching in the synagogues and announcing the good news about the kingdom. And he healed every kind of diseases and illness. When he saw the crowd, he had compassion. On them because they were con they were they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. He said to his disciples, "The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the to the Lord who is in charge of harvest. Ask Him to send more workers into the field." That is the message I've brought for you today. You who is listening to me, you have to go into the field and work. You have to go into the field and you gather the harvest. This year is a year of us to work, to bring people to Christ, to double the, 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 the um, percentage we did last year. We have to populate heaven. We have to bring the lost sheep back to our Father. So if you are listening to, as you have listened to me, may God bless you, may he touch you. May this 2023 be a year of harvest, a year of double harvest, a year of more of worshiping God more, a year of patience, a year of praising God. Until we meet again, go out, spread love, share love. I love you all, the love of God. You are blessed. And Father, we thank you 
for 2023. You are blessed. Bye-bye.